welcome to another episode of Get Up 10 Podcast. This is your host, Ginger, and we are doing week two or number two or episode two. I don't know. We're doing our second interview for the series of my guy friends. So I'm super excited to bring to you guys Joe Providence, uh, Joe Des Logos, Joe. I don't even know. He has so many nicknames, but I'm really excited to get into this interview with him. I love the perspective that he brings. I love his analogies. I just love how uh, I f- I really feel like his story and the way he lives his life just encapsulates living life to the fullest. And um, even though we go through things, not letting them hold us back. And so I don't want to hold you guys up too much. I'm really excited to get into this interview. And I hope you guys get a gem or two because he definitely drops a bunch. So let's do this. Welcome, Joe, to Get Up 10 Podcast. You see how I switched to my podcast voice for you? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> of course. I'm really excited to uh, talk with you today. I hope that you are able to tap into your inner old men. Or, whoa, inner old man. I don't know why I said <laughs> men. It's more than one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hopefully you don't have too many inner old men. But anyways, I just want you to drop some gems on the people, some wisdom, because you definitely do that for me, for sure. And so I just wanted to share that. And I also kind of feel like this is an exclusive because you are the one who created my awesome uh, cover for my podcast. So I feel like this is like like the behind the scenes exclusive interview right now. Dang, you make me feel super special. You make me feel like a superstar or something. It's yes. just celebrity. I wouldn't say I'm the I wouldn't say I'm the average Joe, but I'm just Joe. I just, you know, do what I was called to do. That's it. Oh, well, that was funny. That not the average Joe. Maybe that's the title right there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, okay, so we are going with the flow today. So I don't have my questions in front of me. Um, I know you already have an idea of the questions, and so do I. But um, yeah, I really want to go with the flow because I feel like that goes well with your personality and stuff. Because you know, some people they're like, oh, like let me get the email, like email the questions to me, and like let me get them ahead of time. And I don't know. I I know you and I we like a little spontaneity in our lives, so just wanted to, I don't know, go with the flow. But also, maybe I was being lazy. Now that I'm talking out loud, I don't know. <laughs> it look either way, it works for me. Look, I'm I'm always ready. Yeah, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Anyways, um, yeah, so I'm not going to, I'm going to try to switch up my spiel a little bit, but essentially I created Get Up 10 so that people know that they can get up from whatever they might be going through in life. So with that being said, what's something that you want people to know they can get up from as from your life experience? Um really (laughs) the same thing like you can get up from anything um when I look back kind of over my life of just certain things certain scenarios certain um things you know you kind of think back like oh this if it was somebody else like you know it it would have broke me or would have broke them and you just kind of look back um I think like the hardest the hardest thing that that hit me and was kind of hard to bounce back from um was the the passing of my dad. Uh, my dad was, you know, he wasn't necessarily there all my life, uh, but when, you know, he did come around and, you know, spent that time with them, you know, those moments became like cherished moments of just like kind of 
playing catch up a little bit, or that's what it, it felt like. Um, and then to, you know, lose someone that pretty much became your best friend that you've wanted around um, and kind of losing that. Um, first, it sent me into a very, very dark place, um, depression, everything. And to, to be where I'm at now, um, on the other side of everything, you know, it, it was rough. It was hard. Um, but it's, it's possible to get up. You know, you've got to come to a point where you're just like, you know, I don't like feeling like this anymore you know I, I don't like feeling this heavy I don't like feeling this down I don't I don't like it at all I don't I don't like this feeling so at some point you know you kind of got to take your take a second dust yourself off you know you may have felt fall you, you know what I'm saying you may have some stains or you may have a cut of bruise but at the end of the day you know your your mission and your goal on earth is is bigger than that so you have to get up and you know keep going forward and you never know who's necessarily watching um a lot of people tell me, and I never knew this, but it was like, you know, Joe, you have gone through a lot and you carry it very well. Cause if it was me, I don't know what I would do. Um, so it's just, you know, you never know who's watching you, you know, the next generation, the people behind you are just like, oh, if he can get up from it, you know, he's the average, not the average Joe, but if he can get up from it, then what's stopping me? Yeah, exactly. And what would you say, because that's a lot, you said a lot right there, you touched on losing your dad, um, being depressed, and I'm sure there's, like, other things that happened during that time as well that you could probably, like, speak to, but I think one thing that you said was you, you got tired of, like, feeling down, and um, I hear that. Um, what would you say is, like, more tangible things that, like, helped you get up, like, once you decided, like, I'm tired of feeling like this, like, what action steps did you take to get back up? So to get back up, it took, it took a lot. I'm not gonna lie. It, it took a lot. Um, I got to the point where, um, you know, I didn't necessarily know who I was anymore. Um, like, every day just felt like the same thing over and over again. Um, like days didn't felt like they just kind of like flowed together. I wasn't myself 100%. You know, I would still let me just lay here and not, I started giving up on my purpose, you know, started stop designing stuff like that. And I was just laying there just like, I don't want to do any of this. Um, and I realized, you know, there's more to life than this. So am I going to stay here and stay right here and kind of wallow in this pain? Or am I going to live life to my fullest and kind of switch things around like yeah you know you lost your dad but he's gone now he's not necessarily suffering but are you just going to stay in this moment and stay in this hurt or are you going to get up and start living your life are you going to get up and just do whatever you can um because that's how my dad lived his life he lived his life doing pretty much i think that's where i get my spontaneity from is from him well both my parents but I say I get the most, the recklessness from my dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just looking back at the stuff that he did in comparison, just like, you know, he owned clubs, he traveled the world and stuff like that. Just like, okay, are you, is this, this is the best way to like honor your dad's legacy of just like, just being here and just existing or, you know, you, you are you going to actually live and be able to tell something to your kids and be in your kid's life and, you know, tell them, have them stories, give them different experiences. So at that moment, I was like, okay, it's, it's kind of, it's bigger than me. You know, I want to be around for my kids. I'm going to, you know, take my kids on these experiences and 
everything else. So I was just like, okay, I need to get up, start taking the right steps. Um, and, you know, kind of take it one day at a time, one step at a time. It's just like, okay, today I'm feeling better. Um, you know, I still miss my dad. Day 76, you know, still miss my dad, but this is what I'm doing. Um, and it, it took a lot of time. Um, I want to say this year was the first year or last year, I'm sorry, was a little, the first year where, I, you know, the the annual like date of my dad's passing, I wasn't like depressed or like down or anything because I, you know, I had one of my friends in my corner, shout out, to, shout out to Overland, but she helped me out um, of just like every day in September, do something to honor your dad's legacy. And in that moment, for the first time in five years of my dad being being gone, that was the one thing that helped me get through it and actually be happy, you know what I'm saying? And not just be like completely sad and just distraught and be like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm getting depressed again. It was just like, no, you're doing this to honor your dad's legacy. What would your dad want you to do? And that, that right there, it, you know, as I said, after five years, five years is a long time. I think it's like 100,000 minutes, something like that, some, and some change. But five years is a long time for it to go through every year to just be like sad around September for it to be like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I says. It, it's, it takes some time. It takes one step at a time, one day at a time, however you need to do it. Yeah, I hear you. That one day at a time mentality is so important. Like I've definitely been adapting that for myself in this season of my life as well, because I am the queen of big goals and dreaming big, but it really does take one day at a time. Um, and also, as I was listening to you, getting my thoughts together, I, I just want to say, when I do these interviews, I'm really trying to, like, listen and take notes and, like, you know, I'm working on my listening skills here, so <laughs> shout out to me. <laughs> um, and shout out to Overland, yes, I miss her, I haven't talked to her in a while, beautiful person, but you said that you did there's like two questions I had for you but I actually wrote one down so I'm gonna go with that one and you said something about how you were like uh day 76 like I still miss my dad but da, 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 da. and so is that like a mental check-in that you did with yourself or like did you actually like journal or like keep a record somehow so it was more of like a, a mental check where it was just like okay um where I would kind of just sit back for a minute and just be like okay how are we feeling like what, what's going on today and some days it would be like, okay, you know, I, I kind of kept busy to keep my mind off of it. Um, other days where it was kind of like slow or like a relaxing day, which now that I'm thinking back at it is, I, I pretty much tried to become, make myself overactive to kind of fill that void to, you know, to get it out of my head. Cause I would find myself working extreme hours, um, being active, whether like going to the gym, skateboarding, something like that, just to keep my mind off of it. Um, and I hated sitting still because I felt like those ideas, like the memories, everything kind of creep back in and I didn't want to face it. Um, but it was like a, a mental check-in where, you know, I would just sit there and, you know, just kind of sit back and have to force myself to be like, okay, I have to, I kind of have to face these feelings. I kind of, I have to, I can't keep running away from it because if I keep running away from it, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be that big scary monster that I don't want to deal with. And until I actually deal with it, it's, it's just going to be terrifying to me. You know what I'm saying? Those feelings are going to be like, ah, I don't, I don't want to deal with those. It's just like, no, you sooner or later, you're, you're going to have to deal with those, whether you want to or you don't want to, because it could come from in the form of 
you dealing with it or you taking it out on somebody else, you having a breakdown, so, like any anytime you try to like smush something, I always give the analogy of a soda. If I try to, sh- you know what I'm saying? I put this soda is full, right? It's a Pepsi can, whatever. Uh, I shake it up, that stuff is still in there. And as soon as you open it, as soon as it cracks, it's gonna explode everywhere. So it's just like, okay, you're you're just suppressing, suppressing, suppressing. And once it explodes, now you have a huge mess to clean up. The bottle may break. You know, it, it's just so many different things. So it's just like, okay, I need to open this up and just get it out. And then I can, once the soda's gone or whatever, if I want to pour more soda in, I can. But if I want to pour water in, so that way if it gets shaken up, something happens, it doesn't necessarily explode. So it's just like, okay, how can I fill myself up and not necessarily make myself, when I get shaken up or um, thrown around by emotions, feelings, whatever it may be, that I don't necessarily explode or take it out on somebody else, but that I'm just like, I'm calm, I can deal with it. I can, I know how to, how to handle it. That's good. I love that analogy because I drink way too much soda. Okay. <laughs> I love that. And the real reason I love that analogy is because it's very, it's practical. Like it's, it makes sense. And I can definitely picture that and it's real. Um, and I just want to say, I have known you for several years now, and I feel like you're doing a beautiful job of honoring your father and your journey and your emotions. That's one thing that I do admire about you is that you will like I mean you you be on your grind lately like <laughs> I just, you know I sleep but you get up early I don't know how I just anybody who gets up early it's just fascinating to me but anyway you like get up and you like hit the gym and you'll be like designing stuff for like hours and um I think at the same time it's like although you are productive and like fruitful these days you do have your moments where you're like I'm not okay right now but you do a really good job of like bouncing back from that but not like running away from that or like just like like you said like just leaving it in the soda can like you you (laughs) pour it out and it's good so shout out to you for that thank you thank you (laughs) it 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 isn't easy um a a lot of guys would be like oh no I'm fine I'm fine you know you're you're not fine you know what I'm saying it's just like you can say you're fine but who are you really trying to who are you trying to say it to are you trying to say it to yourself are you trying to you know enforce it on somebody else to make them think that you're fine so it's just like okay here's what it is all right this is how I'm feeling for five minutes where's the solution to this because there's no there's nothing in your feelings like when it comes down to it, you can feel however you feel, um, but bills don't get paid in your feelings. Relationships don't get fixed in your feelings. None of those things happen. You kind of have to come out of your feelings and look at the facts as well. Just like, okay, I may feel this way, but how do we solve this? Because if I'm my feelings, there's no solution to any problem. There's no solution at all. It's just, I feel this way um, and that's just what it is. Like, no, you at the end of the day, your feelings runs out but what are we gonna what are we gonna solve at the end of this yeah I definitely feel like one thing that was big for me in 2020 was just mastering my feelings a little bit more and like recognizing my feelings and then being able to like feel what I'm feeling acknowledge it and then put it to the side and be like okay like like you said like what's the solution here because 
I always think of this thing about how like when emotions are high, logic is low or whatever, reasoning is low. And it's I literally see how it's so true. (laughs) So So I'm definitely like do my best to be intentional about this is how I feel, but okay, let's let's be like real here. Let's let's think a little bit long term now and not just so in the moment of these feelings. So that's good. Yeah, because if you in and you're not necessarily making logical decisions when you're in your feelings as well. It's like I can, yeah, you're you're not making a logical because your feeling could disappear for you know what I'm saying? Your feeling could be here one minute and then disappear the next. I can be in my feelings and yell at somebody because I felt some kind of way. But I could have said some mean stuff because I was feeling one way and I can't take that back because that I was in my feelings. I can't take that back now. I hurt somebody else's feelings now. You know what I'm saying? And then they may go hurt somebody else's feelings because I hurt their feelings. It's just a vicious cycle. It's just like, okay, you know, that may hurt, but I don't want to necessarily be in my feelings all the time. Like, yes, you could feel that way, but how are we going to come about this solution in the most logical way? Like, you don't want to, you don't want to bleed on, uh, what is it? Bleed on uh, people you didn't intend to bleed like out people just, who didn't cut you there you go that, that's what it was <laughs> yeah exactly and then it's like how many times do you act in your feelings and or you're in your feelings and then it's like over a misunderstanding and you they're looking stupid <laughs> like, yeah oh i was feeling gosh, this way for no reason <laughs> like you because you misunderstood something or you didn't listen because you were in your feelings so you kind of toned them out and you just realized like oh I misheard that or I took that the wrong way from 30 minutes ago and now we're an hour in this conversation how do I get out of this and you can't yeah. because get you you were in your feelings you didn't hear anything you you kind of went all over the place yeah exactly uh, okay <laughs> switching gears here because <laughs> yeah this whole feelings talk is not yeah. for the week <laughs> it, it's not it's not trust now if it was 20 21 year old joe 22 23 it would have been a different story but now that i'm a little older i think it, it's just and I, i'm thankful for the relationships that i've had in my life between like exes friends family stuff like that they've kind of grow and realize hey you you're getting you're, you know what i'm saying you're older it's no reason for you to say stay the exact same because if you stay the exact same as you get older it's, it's it doesn't equate it doesn't work. So it's just like, okay, you kind of have to force yourself to grow and get out of that. And and if you're just like, oh, that's just who I am. You would say that's just who I am since you were tw- 19 and now you're 37. Are you not going to change? Or are you just going to be lazy and be the same person over year after year after year? At some point, it's just, you, ha- you have to change. You have to be like, all right, how can I fix myself? Yeah, it literally is your responsibility. Like, I always think about that, how when you're in school or, like, growing up as a child, like, you don't, I don't know, like, growth is just happening whether you want it to or not because of school, because of your body, you know, like, your growth spurts and, like, growing in so many ways, like, mentally and physically and and stuff. But then, like, when you when you graduate or when you get to, like, a certain age, if you didn't graduate... <laughs> shout out to all the dropouts (laughs) it literally is your choice to grow like nobody is forcing you to anymore and it's 
what did what did we say? What did Scar say? Like, Child. Ain't sexy, something like growth is not sexy. It sounds sexy, but it's not. <laughs> the and and the thing is, people will be like, uh, you know, they always say like, you know, there's certain milestones. You know, when you have a baby, when you have shout out to little squish, but when yes. you have a baby, there's, there's certain milestones that you know you check for. And even yeah. as you grow and get older, you know what I'm saying? There's certain points where you still have to kind of have those checkpoints mentally for yourself. You know, it may not be, you know, going to a doctor and doctor be like, oh, they're nine inches now and they should be able to do that. Like now you kind of have to take a mental, you say, check your own self and just like, okay, this is what I am. This is how old I am now. What have I learned? Or what am I, what is my next learning? What What am I going to do next? Um, instead of just being stagnant, because you you just be stagnant. You you die. Sharks keep sw- sharks have to keep swimming, because um, if they stay stagnant, they die. It was sharks or dolphins, one of the two. But you know you you got it. I know random 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 facts with Joe. Uh, but you know you got to kind of because if you stay stagnant, you you just you're just there, and nobody likes anything stagnant. Nobody likes anything that just sits there. A car sits there. Car you know you let a car sit stagnant for months. The car, you end up having more issues than what it is. Instead of taking care of it, doing whatever you need to do, you think of it the same way. You know, you're not growing, you're not doing anything else. If you think just because you graduate college and high school, that's it, you gotta, you got, that's the wrong, wrong thing because you still got a lot of growing to do. Every day is, you know, something new. Yeah. So true. So now that we've talked about growth and feelings. <laughs> Which I'm glad we talked about because I this is completely unscripted, but so good. Um, <laughs> that would be weird if this was scripted. But anyways, um, yeah, now I, I don't I think just... I don't think anything. I'm just that spontaneous, like spontaneous, that where I just can't script. Like you would know if it was scripted because that sound like a robot. <laughs> yeah, same. I'd definitely be reading. Um, but yeah, so the second part of my interviews, I like to talk about authenticity and like being yourself and keeping it real. And so do you feel like that's something you have a hard time doing or like, have you gotten past that or what, what are your thoughts on authenticity so, and being yourself and all that? So, um, I used to, and you know, I still have my moments where it's just like, is this really what Joe wants to do, or is this what just what Joe wants to see? You know, what I'm saying it, it's a weird moment, and I think it kind of goes back to the same thing of growing. Of just you know, you may have a vision, someone else may have a vision. Um, you know, your friends be like, "Oh, like I have these expectations that I want you to live up to," or you know, these things that that I want you to do, or you're going to do this. Um, you know, you see like in certain families, a certain relationship they'd be like oh you know you're going to go to school be an engineer you're going to go to school be a doctor um you know parents some parents tell their kids that when they're younger it's just like okay when you get older it's just you run into the the thing and everyone says it but I feel like it's it's still applicable but it's still like kind of overused but imposter syndrome because it's just what is what you know you, you have to ask yourself what do I want to do um and I had to ask myself that once I shout out well no don't shout out because they're not paying you so I dropped out of college but you know in that moment I was going to school because you know my dad was like you know you're gonna get your degree my you know you're gonna get your degree and I was designing clothes at the time I'm gonna go to school for graphic design and once I was there I was like school really isn't my thing the formal formal training school wasn't nearly really my thing um and 
when I dropped out two years in, um, and I went to school all year long. So I was never, didn't have summer breaks or anything like that. I pretty much went to school all year long. Um, and when I dropped out, that's where I kind of learned the most and figured out what I wanted to do the most. It's just like, okay, this is what I want to do. And, you know, I'm, I made that promise to my dad that I would go back to school. So one of these days I will go back um, to go get a degree. But in that moment, you know, it may not have been my time for me to do that. And, you know, me and my dad had an interesting conversation because, you know, he was kind of upset at me for not doing it, for not saying something like, hey, Pops, you know, this this isn't my thing. Um, but he respected it at the end of the day of just like, okay, you know, that may not be for him. And even as I got older, um, designing and everything else, it's just like, okay, who do you want to be? Because I can... I can say I design like somebody else. I could, there's, there's already somebody else out there that designs like that. So if I'm like, oh yeah, I can design like Virgil. Virgil's already out there. He already has his own stage. He already has his own platform for being authentic and being him. Jerry Lorenzo has his own stage for the way he, you know, makes different shapes of clothing and stuff like that. Um, Joe Fresh, you know, different designers and stuff. They have their own, their own way to design. So what are you going to do that sets you apart from everybody else that you look up to? Because um, if you're just doing the same thing over and over, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, there's no longevity to that. Because once they run out of ideas, you run out of ideas. Nothing is original. You're just like, I'm going to do this because they it's it's cool right now and somebody else is doing it. And it's just like, okay, once that wave runs out, what do you do? And it, it runs into the same thing of just like, who do you want to be? Um, do you want to be your own man and kind of figure it out? Or do you want to be like somebody else that you may see on Instagram? You know, a lot of people be like, oh, relationship goals. I want a relationship like this, but that they already have that relationship. They already have those things. So what are you going to do to cultivate your own unique relationship um, or your own unique relationships, whether it be business relationships, platonic relationship, friendships, stuff like that. Are you going to pick up now, to say pick up some of the same habits and tendencies, cool, but to idolize somebody else's and say you want that exact thing, it's just like, it's it's like heating up the same food. It's just like, oh, uh, someone else made this. I want the same exact thing. I'm going to cook this same exact recipe. It's just like, no, I, you know, I want a little flair to mine. You know, I may want it a little spicy. I may want a little, you know, add a little onion powder, garlic powder. You know, I want it to taste different. So it's nothing wrong necessarily following the same format, but you need to make it your own. You're your own person. You can't be somebody else. You have to be yourself that, you know, you're here for a reason. You have to follow the plan for your life. Uh, you, you just, you can't try to copy and paste somebody else's because it's just, you're living the life of somebody else. You're just, it, you're not being yourself. You're not being authentic. You're not, you're just here copying somebody else, not even living your life to your fullest position potential or life to anything it's just you're just here following somebody and if I wanted to follow somebody I'd just be on Twitter all the time you know what I'm saying it's just it yeah just uh, yeah you did good that was good (laughs) I love your analogies um again and um as you were talking I was just thinking because like you are in the designer space and the creative space and part of the reason, like you kind of said it, like we look up to certain people, certain designers, certain creatives because they have established their own style in like, and it's the same way that you would not expect to like go into the creative designer space 
I, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but whatever, creative or designer or designer, create, I don't know. But you don't like go into that space and just like think I'm going to copy. I mean, it's one thing to be inspired, but you can't like just copy somebody else and expect to be successful. Like I'm going to bring up your favorite right now, Fashion Nova. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Joe hates Fashion Nova. <laughs> I just, the, the whole idea of fast fashion just does not, just it doesn't it doesn't work for me now when I was younger cool but now that I'm a little older it's just like people take their time to put together pieces and for different brands and different companies to come together and kind of sell it you know take an idea from somebody else and sell it or just come up with stuff that they see is popular right now and there's no necessary like need for it it's just like oh this person's doing it I'm going to copy them and take it and now you look at it you have Fashion Nova, you have, was it Shine or Sheen, whatever it is, you have different people doing the same thing. So you're not necessarily creating your own lane. Someone else just copied and pasted what else, whatever they were doing. And then they just did it the same thing. You're not doing anything original. Yeah. Like two things though. It's like the more, you know, and as you go. So when I think about like both of those things in Fashion Nova, at first, like Fashion Nova was cute because they have like all of these like cute styles and they're inexpensive but then like the I didn't really realize at first that they were just copying other people but then when I became aware of that it's like uh like I would see there was this one dress a couple weeks ago they were posting I saw like Beyonce posted it and then Kim Kardashian posted it and then freaking Fashion Nova posted it and I was like oh like I already know this is just a cheap version and then in that same sense, like there was definitely, as I look at my life and how I'm growing up and stuff, or maturing, however you want to say it, there was definitely a point in my life where I love cheap clothes because I could like get a lot for a little and like have all these options and just have something for the now. But as I grew up, I got tired of cheap clothes because I'm just like these things don't even freaking last you wear it once you can't even wash it like these shoes are all scuffed up <laughs> the material is trash <laughs> like after a while you want the real thing and you will do what it takes or pay the price for it so those are just some thoughts and I that, had that's, I was reflecting. that's the major thing you, you touched on something that people don't know they may may have just skipped over but you, you pay for the authenticity you pay you pay the price for it if you get something that's lesser value you're like you said it may not last it may not hold up and we could take that into our lives it's just like okay we try to take the the easy way out by copying somebody else we may you know what I'm saying it may not last if I try to take the cheap way out and copy somebody else's idea word for word bar for bar bar it may not it may not last I may get called out and somebody be like yo you you stole that from such and such boom my career could be over you know what I'm saying? They could be like, oh, you know, that, that'll put a stain on your career of just like, oh, this person just steals stuff. If someone stole a speech from somebody else and tried to pass it as their own, just like, yo, this guy's, a, you're a fraud. You're, you're, you're lying to get people over. Like we pay, you know, we'll, we'll, we pay for what makes it special. And if you want to take the cheap way out, which people do, you'll end up paying for it in the long run. Because it could be, it could hurt your character, it could hurt your career, it could hurt your relationship. If I stole a pickup line and from somebody else and tried to talk to somebody's daughter with it and just be like, yeah, you know, and she'd be like, oh, wait a minute, I heard that from such and such. You, you 
stole that. So you're a liar now. Like th- this is what you do. You know what I'm saying? It just can ruin multiple aspects of your life. So that's why it's just that important to be authentic. Just to, just to be you. If you're corny, be that. If you are loud and brash, be that. If you are quiet, shy, and meek, be that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with adapting to certain situations, but be authentically you. Don't try to pass yourself as somebody else because it'll get exposed. At the end of the day, it'll it'll get exposed and you're just hiding it until it comes to the light. No matter how hard you try, it'll it'll come to the light sooner or later. No matter how hard you try, you can try to suppress it, try to hide it. Somebody's going to find out. Somebody is go- You're going to get exposed at some point. It may not be ne- today, tomorrow, next week. Could be next year. But sooner or later, it's going to come out. <laughs> I really hope that I mean I, I don't think I've ever had as good of a discussion on this topic as we just did um, because I really want people to get more comfortable being themselves whoever that might be because there's just like certain things in life like that you cannot tap into or access or get to until you are in your own lane like just being you so I, I always want to take the time to encourage people to just be yourself so thank you for adding on to that that was, that was fire I'm just gonna anytime, say that anytime. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the old man in me I tried to I tried to tell you it's the old man in me the old man that's gonna be the new Japan <laughs> more than one <laughs> okay so the last couple of questions are my quote-unquote fun questions um and I'm going to talk about them a little bit more than I usually do so the first question is like if you could travel anywhere in the world right now where would you go so I really 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 want to go to Paris Paris France um that's where you know my family's heritage is from my dad's side is from France I don't know the full lineage but I definitely do have some family over there um, so that is one place where I really want to go. I've been brushing up on my French. Um, I was going to ask but you I, that. <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> I've been brushing up on it. And, you know, just the the culture, the art, everything that's over there, like even Fashion Week. Um, shout out to Fashion Week before, you know, COVID. But I always wanted to go and just visit to, just to see the lifestyle, just to, you know, even with me designing, I don't think I would necessarily go to to fashion week but i would definitely like be a, have a show there i don't know unless you know god has a certain plan for me but hey france is uh, definitely for sure where i, I want to travel to that's awesome and i definitely thought of jay-z and kanye since i won't say the title on my podcast <laughs> as you were speaking um yeah so i asked that question because i love to travel and it's interesting to hear where people want to go i think it gives you insight into people so that's why I asked that question because I always want to travel like I want to just see the whole entire world um and the next question that I normally ask now I gotta think about it because <laughs> I forgot all right I'm gonna go to the one that I can remember off the top of my head which is a book recommendation and so I like we talked about the importance of maturing and growing and one thing that has remained the same is that successful people are readers readers are readers you know and we ask these billion billionaire millionaire guys part of their secrets to success they always talk about reading and stuff so I incorporated this question to again add some value and so I like to ask my interviewees or whatever the word is uh, for a book recommendation and that could be something that you are currently reading right now or something that you have read in the past that was really impactful for you oh there there's a lot 
Um, I think right now, the one that I kind of just picked back up to revisit um, is the Mama Mentality by Kobe. Um, that one, I read it the first time and I was like, okay, this is, this is good. But, you know, you start to learn in that book, you start to learn like, we, you know, Kobe was uh, amazing, um, but you start to learn the small details and the details is, you know, what, what separated him from everybody else. Like one game, I think he said he broke his finger or sprained his finger, went to the back room, they took an x-ray, the athletic trainer looked at it and was like, yeah, it's broken. He's like, okay, well, is there anything you can do about it? Athletic trainer said, no. He said, okay, well, tape it up. I'm going back out on the floor. Who does that? You know what I'm saying? Who, who is that wild to go back on the floor? But it's the small things like that. I never would have known that. And, you know, just to get in the same mindset of the greats of just like, okay, the small, small things make a huge, huge difference. Um, Shoe Dog was another one, the Phil Knight story. I would definitely read that one just to see how he kind of came from a track athlete to building Nike, the multi-billion dollar company with some of the greatest athletes on this earth. Um, that's that's two right there. Um, and if I, I'm gonna do things in three. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna recommend one more if, if you don't wanna, uh, uh, what is it? I wanna say Contagious, the science of why things catch on. I forgot who the author is. But that one was really good. Between those three, those are those are my favorites. All right, thank you. And I'll put those <laughs> in the um, show notes for anybody who might want to pick up one of those. And I just remembered my third question, <laughs> which is about whatever song that you got on repeat right now. And this question I asked because, again, it just gives a lot of insight. Like music is, it tells a lot about you and who you are and. Uh, again, I just, I love learning about the people that I'm talking to. And so I like to ask, like, is there a particular song that you got on repeat right now? Or like, what's your go-to song? Well, Ooh. I have no idea what you're going to say, but I don't want to, I want to <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't know, because it's like, right now I'm just kind of, I wouldn't say I'm in for sure a hustle mode, but it's just certain songs that I know will kind of get me in the right mindset. Like I may throw on some old Jay-Z or some Nipsey Hustle. Or some Kanye or um, who else? It's, you know, it just depends on kind of how I'm feeling, where I want to be. Um, one song that kind of gets me, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I may throw in like some reasonable doubt or, you know, throw in some old Kanye. I, yeah, it just depends on how I'm feeling. That's so true. And I have <laughs> seen your playlist and I do approve of them. <laughs> Um, yeah, so is there any last thoughts that you want to share with the audience or or not? <laughs> um, really just, you know, at the end of the day, just be yourself. Don't try to fake it. Don't try to hide it because it'll get exposed. So just, just be yourself. Be honest. Work hard. And, you know, if you want it, go after it. Don't try to, don't waste time. Don't think like kind of looking at somebody else and be like, oh, they're doing it. I can't do it. It's it's possible, you know what I'm saying? It may take you a short amount of time, may take you a long amount of time, but if it's something that you really want to do, make that jump and and just do it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming through and allowing me to get in your head and give me some of your time today. Um, I think you said a lot of really good things that I really hope the listeners of 
needed to hear. I know some things you said, I definitely appreciate. So thank you. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> anytime. Thank you for having me. I'm extremely humble and extremely grateful, grateful, extremely grateful <laughs> for you even having me on here. So thank you. Oh, anytime. <laughs>